Hello, my name's Ben Wilson. I'm an expert advanced auditing tutor. And in this podcast, we're going to take an event from the world news and discuss it from an auditing perspective to help you to build the evaluation skills you need for those longer case study style questions. Tough times in the audit market just now. The big four accounting firms KPMG, EY, Deloitte, and PwC have all come under real scrutiny from the UK regulator, the Financial Reporting Council, and there have been some hefty fines handed out. KPMG has been fined £20 million for their audit failings around the Carillion audit, although that was reduced down to £14.4 million because KPMG complied with the regulator. Deloitte were fined £15 for their shoddy work around the autonomy audit, and PwC have been brought into this as well. A £5 million fine for their audits of Galliford, Tri and Kia. And EY, well, they're hiving off their audit business to try to protect it and ring-fence it from from the rest of their business. Now, what's going on in the industry? Why are all of these fines being handed out? And what does this tell us about audit quality and quality control? Because quality control is an increasingly important topic within the AAA exam. So in this edition of the Audit Cast, we're going to be exploring these audit failings and considering how quality control might be examined going forward. KPMG's audit of Carillion and PwC's audits of Galliford Tri and Kia both suffered from the same issue in the eyes of the regulator. Now, Carillion is a, or was, before it collapsed, a large construction firm. They were doing long-term projects on behalf of the UK government primarily, building schools and hospitals, that sort of thing. And Galliford, Tri and Kia, who were audited by PwC, both of those are construction businesses. And the similarity and the same failing in these audits was around long-term construction contracts. Now, these are complicated. If you're going to do a project over, let's say, a five-year period, well, I mean, recognising the revenue is relatively straightforward. We recognise the revenue as performance obligations are met. But the difficulty comes if these contracts, these long-term contracts, are going to become loss-making over time, then in the interest of prudence, a key accounting concept, the company should recognise any losses that are likely to arise. They should recognise those now. Now, if you're the management of Carillion or Galliford Tri or Kia, you've got a clear self-interest threat here. You don't want these long-term contracts to be seen as loss-making because then you've got to recognise losses right now. And that's going to really harm your financial performance. So clearly, management have a self-interest threat in making these contracts look a bit more profitable than they really are, or underestimating some of the costs that are likely to arise. We can see that management have got that risk, but the problem came in with these audits in that both KPMG and PwC 
did not challenge management sufficiently on the assumptions they were making on these long-term contracts. They didn't demonstrate sufficient professional skepticism. And why did the auditor do that? Well, I mean, there's lots of reasons, but the one that really springs to mind for me is that both KPMG and PwC were earning lucrative audit fees out of both of the, or all of these contracts out of these, these clients. And so they don't want to really robustly challenge management and say that perhaps there's lots of losses to be recognized. Perhaps these businesses aren't going concerns, as was the case with Carillion, because they're going to lose out on their fat, juicy audit fees. You can see how this happens, but that doesn't make it right. And that's why the FRC have stepped in and issued such significant fines. But the fine that KPMG received for Carillion was hugely more than PwC received for Galliford Tri. And that's because KPMG not only weren't robust enough in their auditing and challenging of management, they also tried to falsify documents to make it appear they'd done more work than they actually had. And a lot of the individuals involved in that Carillion audit, uh, audit have been individually punished too. The partner received a £400,000 fine. And the audit junior, who typed up meeting minute notes that had been falsified from several years previously, that junior received a £50,000 fine. Just for typing up the notes because they didn't, de they didn't demonstrate sufficient robustness of mind. They didn't demonstrate professional skepticism and, and moral courage. That's the term that was used. So that's what went wrong in these audits. But in the next section, we're going to focus on what those audit firms could have done in terms of quality control to try to reduce the risk of these issues happening. Quality control is an area of the AAA syllabus that the examiner has actually flagged recently um, as being a more important area, as something they're going to publish a technical article on. And it's been beefed up in this syllabus that's, uh, that is going to be um, examined from 20, September 2022 onwards. So this is a key area for you for your preparation for the exam. Not just is it beefed up in the syllabus, it's also going to be in the mind of those who are writing exam questions because it's so much in the news around quality control failings. So it's definitely an area to focus on in your studies. So quality control, well, there's various ways of looking at it. One way is thinking about things like recruitment of the right people, training of those people to make sure that they do have the moral courage uh, to stand up to management. It's also in the direction and supervision of the audit as it's being performed. But the area we're going to focus on here is around reviewing the audit evidence. Now, on an audit, um, everything gets reviewed. You know, if you're a junior auditor, your manager reviews your work. If you're the manager of the audit, it's the partner who reviews your work. And if you're the partner, well, your work on a big listed company, like Carillion, for example, um, well, it will be subject to a hot review, also known as an engagement quality control review, or EQCR. 
And what happens here is that another partner or senior individual, usually a partner, who hasn't been involved in the audit, will review the file and they'll review any significant judgments that have been made by the audit partner. So things like these long-term construction contracts, which will have been audited by a senior member of the team and reviewed by the audit partner, who may well actually have been involved in those discussions with management, well, this independent partner performing the engagement quality control review will go through those judgments, discuss them with the partner, and ensure that they're comfortable, they're happy, that sufficient robustness, sufficient professional scepticism has been demonstrated when reviewing the evidence presented by management. And if it hasn't been, or if that evidence doesn't support the conclusions, then it will be up to the audit partner and audit team to go back and perform more work or challenge management more robustly. That's a hot review, and it's a key part of the audit of a large listed company to try to get all of the evidence that's required to support the audit opinion critically before that audit opinion is released. Wow, if this is the free stuff Ben's putting out, can you imagine how good the quality of his resources and support is on one of his paid courses? Well, you can imagine. It's outstanding, market leading. If you want more support from me to help you to pass the AAA exam, head over to benwilsonaaa.com and you'll see the support services that I provide. Or if you want more free stuff, head to my YouTube channel where you can see a selection of the resources that are available on my paid course. Music